Education, when used as a term plucked from the ether, sounds at times like a surreal object that lies somewhere beyond societal control. It is a multi-headed beast that thrashes at those that try to lead it, cutting off limbs and laying waste to buildings and centres that in an alternative universe are called schools. Putting the drama to one side, however, we still find ourselves unable as a society to set a functional system in place that not only builds on the natural abilities of children, but also allows teachers to teach without the stress of non-teaching related activities. In some cultures, teachers are treated with respect as these people provide the foundation for continued learning, but also the motivation that propels young adults forward. Of course, there are teachers who are not so inclined, who do not teach from a passion for imparting knowledge and inspiring creativity, nor dedicate themselves to this fundamental role, but they are decidedly the minority. Raphael, an educator and passionate advocate for improved teaching methods, though not necessarily through the use of tablets and technology, joins me today to talk about the wonders and pitfalls of education, the motivation and inspiration of instant feedback, and at times the frustration and difficulties of bureaucracy. Thank you, Raphael, for your time, patience and passion. Raphael, thank you very much for uh, accepting my invitation to come and join me on my podcast. It's, it's great to have you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. Um, and quickly, as uh, it's very, very important to point out that the reason why we know one another is this special little man here. Come. Hello. No, come speak, speak into the mic. Say hello. Hello. H how old are you? I'm nine years old and I am the son of my dad. <laughs> oh, it's such a wonderful way of putting <laughs> From it. Okay. Zach here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to say the podcast from Truana Mike is I think it's really cool, and um, that is what I wanted to say. Thank you very and much. cool to say something in this podcast. Cool. All right. And Raphael, he's, he's a really cool guy, yeah? yeah? <laughs> he's, he's one of our teachers in the school, and I like him because he can... He's playing with me in the hot. Yeah, sort of after school club. Yeah. And that is cool. Good. All right. Take care. Yep. Goodbye. Have a nice evening. Okay. Yeah, Raphael, um, look, education for me is really, really important. And I find the older I get, the more important education becomes because I don't have to do anything in it, but I can always lecture <laughs> <laughs> other people. However, you, ha well, okay, that's not true because I'm an English trainer, but forget that. Um, <laughs> but you actually work with kids and obviously kids are the future of any society so That's true. you know the work that you do is you know, extremely important um can you give us just a bit of background so what why is it um you got into teaching um what what kind of interests do you have well um i was um 
I was going to university and uh, attended university in that uh, direction, but um, you know, I changed courses and um, I stopped doing that. But um, in the meantime, I started being a football coach uh, for kids and that um, raised my interest for, uh, you know, teaching kids stuff and um, having, good, having a good time, giving them a good time, learn from them, making them learn. And uh, so um, I did the education of an educator or the studying of an educator and uh, started working at the school where your kid is also. And, uh, you know, it's always the, there are different types of motivation. It's like, um, um, the things I didn't have, the things I knew, which was going wrong. And also things I liked, you know, kids give you so much back and, uh, that's the most direct feedback you can have. You know, that's not money. It's just a smile and, the, and the fun and, uh, everything they give you back. So, um, I have to say, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to wake up early in the morning, like half past four, but it's always, um, always motivating to, to have those kind of experiences. So, yeah. Mm. And then I know I, I'm doing a good, a good thing, you know, I'm doing good stuff. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are so many different topics in my work for us that we can potentially discuss. I mean, we, we've, we've listed a, a few here. Yeah. Um, and we'll try to get through them you know, if yeah. possible. I mean, I'll jump around, by the way. Yeah. I, I love doing that. I, I can't keep Easy. it completely. Easy. Uh, Easy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. But we also, just to give a bit more like, background, we also share a passion in basketball. So, That's true. Yeah, That's um, true. Yeah, I've seen you throwing a few hoops up. Um, <laughs> and you came to training once. And, I did. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Um, I was always interested in basketball and sports in general. I was more a footballer always, but um, basketball was always my second passion in sports. Uh, big Michael Jordan fan back in the days. I saw Space Jam, I think, 98 times. <laughs> <Okay. Wow. laughs> uh, I, I had it as a VHS. And, um, you know, I, I collected the cards. Uh, I watched a lot of games. Um, the most thing I watch at YouTube is basketball. I play basketball at the PlayStation. I listen to basketball podcasts all the time. And it's just fun. You know, um, also when I was a football coach, we had um, training in the indoors and there were always basketball hoops. And when I was waiting for the kids to come or also afterwards, I was throwing some hoops, always uh, taking that opportunity. Mm. Um, um, and um, I also do it in school. I teach kids uh, basketball on a low level because I'm not, I'm not an expert. I mean, I was at your training. I didn't keep up that well, but that's okay. I had fun. <laughs> Some yeah. of the guys are good in the team. Yeah, I, I saw I saw your guys uh, doing a lot of good things. You know, I didn't uh, go past them, but I tried my best. <laughs> It's all about fun, right? So yeah, um, yeah, it's all, only that. And I would like to, you know, do it more, get my knee better, and um, uh, attend basketball on a more regular basis. But it's not always uh, uh, possible. Yeah. But uh, thanks for the, the invitation, also. Yeah, it's an open one. So uh, when when your knee's ready, yeah, um, come, come join us. I'm going to going to see a doctor very soon, and then uh, I'm coming back. <laughs> and I'm going to train before a little bit so it's 
<laughs> maybe I can keep up a little bit more. <laughs> mm, cool. All right. No, good. I mean, your physical condition is, uh, I don't think it's an issue. I mean, you can run a lot more than me, but. Um, yeah, yeah. This, uh, my lung has also, you know, get to be, be trained. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> you know. That, that's down to you. That's not down to you. <laughs> get stronger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Before we jump into the main topics, then, um, can you just run us through your average kind of day? So you said before you wake up sometimes at four thirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's be. not every day, is it? No, no. It's only the, the you know the the um, free deans. I don't know how it, okay. how it's called in, in English. It's an early shift. Yeah, the early shift. But um, this year I don't have early shifts. Cool. <laughs> I'm very glad about that. Um, normally I wake up about uh, between six and six thirty. Um, um, I try to do a little bit sports in the, uh, b before I go to work, like a little bit for the body, a little bit fitness, every body part, um, arms, breast, back, legs, everything, but it doesn't always work. So sometimes I have to do it after work, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm getting, getting up, getting up, trying to do some sports, uh, having a short time of a breakfast. And then just uh, go to work by by the train. Not not so long. Uh, sometimes from my place. Sometimes from my girlfriend's place, which is a little bit short away. Uh, and I'm at work normally until four. And after that, you know, sometimes meeting friends. Sometimes meeting my girlfriend. Um, cooking, uh, riding a bike, having some riding uh, biking tours with with friends, uh, making music. Uh, also with my with my trio and uh, with some friends sometimes at the studio um, or just uh, playing some basketball by myself um, yeah but a lot of different things what um, kind of music um, I played in a rock metal band before but it's a long time ago I was a drummer <laughs> and now I'm doing kind of uh, funky electronic sounds um, with two friends of mine I'm the singer and also you know we all compose the stuff. It's more funny. It's not very, very serious, but uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, it's um, not always, um, not always for kids. The lyrics. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> so um, yeah, but it's uh, a lot of fun doing it. We also have an album and stuff, but easy, easy level, easy level. Just having fun uh, with some friends. Okay, that's all it. Right. All right. Well, maybe you can give me uh, some names and, and some links <laughs> later on. Um, I will do I can, so. Yeah, I'll put maybe, maybe you will never inv invite me again. <laughs> I don't have to listen to it. I just have to. <laughs> I just have to put the links up. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. And and in in school then. So when you get to work. So between your arrival at what eight o'clock. Yeah, mostly it's eight o'clock. Okay. All right. And then until four four thirty yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, what kind of stuff do you do during the day then? Um, at first, we mostly have now at, at the Corona days, we have to test the kids, helping them with the tests. And then, um, you know, we help the kids with learning. We are not like the teachers. We are, we are, we are assisting them also uh, during the courses, um, during the lessons. And if uh, uh, some kids have troubles, we, we help them when, when they're working. Um, with their individual work. I'm also um, integrationserzieher, also um, integration yeah, trainer. Yeah. yeah, for kids who need more uh, help, who have special needs. Um, so we're sometimes very close to them with working very, sometimes the, the whole lesson. 
um, that's that's one part of our job, helping the teachers and the kids uh, in the lessons. And we are also have the AGs, uh, Arbeitsgemeinschaft and Working Groups. Mm -hmm. I, I do I do um, a lot of sports related stuff. I had um, I had to run and track. I had football. I had um, now just a variety of sports and group games. Um, yeah, and uh, that's one passion of mine. So I try to use my passion to bring it to the kids. Um, you know, sometimes we have that situation that. A kid attended my group of basketball and he was so enthusiastic about it and had so much fun that he now attends a real basketball club. So that's, you know, cool. that's that's one little um, success you can have. You don't always have to, that, that he's uh, going to make his money with it. But if you can uh, uh, make him so interested and in having so much fun that he wants to do more, that's, that's, that's a success. Um, and then also we have um, the free time with our class. So we have some kind of projects, like uh, we have Christmas, so we try to do little things for Christmas, um, you know, drawing, uh, painting, uh, doing stuff with Christmas, for example, or um, uh, making group games for the, for the whole group to cooperate together. Um, and then also just just simple things like, uh, going to dinner with them, uh, to 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 uh, to lunch, yeah, to lunch with them, and um, uh, you know you don't have to always be so strongly attached to the kids. Just let them be. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to um, have a look, just um, watch out for them, just let, leave them be, um, but give them some some space for for their own, you know, um, yeah, and uh, sometimes just play with them, hmm. having a good time. And also, when they have questions or when they have conflicts, um, the uh, kids often come to you when they have conflicts, when they don't know what to do. And so we try to help them. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, I have let, I had, uh, last time I listed my jobs, I was like seven or eight. Um, I'm also at the Erweiterte uh, Schulleitung, which is, um, I don't know. Advanced tra training. Yeah, uh, I, uh, you know, when the, uh, all the heads uh, come together and talk about uh, overall group stuff, uh, school stuff. I'm also um, involved in that and um, try to give my input in some uh, broader decisions, um, uh, which is a lot of fun for me because I'm not that guy who just um, lays back and let things be. I, I, I like to, to I like to change the things. And also when we have group meetings, I cannot shut my mouth. I can't. <laughs> I always have to say some stuff. And I know I'm annoying people. I know that. But um, it's um, impossible impossible for me. I always have to express my opinion mm -hmm. and uh, give give input. You know, the, the newest stuff is to uh, save our ears because it's way too loud and we need um, a better acoustic um, to save our ears and the ears of the kids because that's you know that's um that's for our health and if we don't do that we um we're gonna suffer mm -hmm. so that's just little things i always try to do 
always try to do new stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, re recently I, I read, well, I say read, I listened to an audio book by Michelle Obama, um, Becoming, and she was she actually read it. So it was brilliant to read these yeah. books, uh, went to listen to these books where they actually speak themselves. Um, so much of what she spoke about her sort of earlier best experiences and also when she started seeing um, uh, her husband Barack, um, a lot of community work. Yeah, uh, goes into that, um, and it requires speaking up. When you see something that's not right, you got to yeah. talk up. You got to get involved. Yeah. yeah, because it's just too easy to turn around and go home and lock yourself away, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And um, what annoys me is always when the you know the people get upset and get annoyed and express that being annoyed instead of um, showing the alternative. You know, I'm always asking about okay, you're annoyed, you are very negative about something. What is the alternative? Please tell me. And the thing is, in my opinion, I know it's sometimes very harsh, but if you don't present me an alternative, then I think you should be a little bit more quiet. You know, sometimes there aren't so, uh, any alternatives of doing, yeah. you know, um, uh, especially in, in the pandemic we now have. We have to, you know, all go through that. We, nobody wants to do certain things, but we have to do it. And we have to stay strong and be resilient and make the best out of it. Mm. But if you always, um, you know, just lean back and say that everything is bad and you have no idea, then nothing's going to be better. Mm. And that um, should be our approach to do it better or the, the best way you can. The better it can, the best it can be. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember when I was sort of involved in community politics back in London. What used to really vex me would be people who uh, used to be critical quite vocally, yeah. but then when it came to actually doing work, they were never around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and you think to yourself, okay, talk, complain, yeah, but then come and contribute. Yeah, you know, to simply complain and then piss off. Yeah. forgive my English. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that doesn't work. That that annoys me. That mm. annoys me very very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. And some of these other things. So you also you mentioned uh, special needs, but I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm familiar with the school. I, I haven't seen um, as a special needs with regards to specific disabilities. Does would, does this refer more to sort of social integration when you say sp special needs? Um, it's very diverse. Um, uh, we have a kid with the with Down syndrome. Okay. Um, we are helping this kid to because he needs more help with learning which is okay um we also have uh we had a kid with autism okay. he needs a lot a lot of time he needs uh, always a, um somebody with him he's very it is um nearly it was nearly impossible to do things on his own he was afraid of a lot of things and then we also have kids with uh you know um uh aggressive uh, too much aggressiveness in themselves or um, um, also cognitive mm -hmm. problems um, and uh, ADHD mm -hmm. um, and what else um, problems of learning and keeping the keeping keeping what they learned mm -hmm. to save it um, and a big variety of stuff and also a kid who had um, um, who had to get a, oh, what's it called? She couldn't eat properly. She had to get it, um, her, okay. yeah, All yeah. Right. So it's a, 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 a big variety of, uh, topics we have. Yeah. 
but uh, at, at the moment I have a kid with you know uh, cognitive problems down syndrome and we're gonna get a kid with the, the so-called uh, fire fire disease okay. which is new for me mm. um, it's a kid who um, is uh, hasn't been in a school for one and a half years now and he's um, it's like when it's stress when it's um, when it's too hot or it's too much for him or he's afraid he feels like a very strong pain in his arms and uh, legs oh, wow. so um, he sometimes also need needed a wheelchair um, he's gonna um, come to our place I guess uh, tomorrow or Wednesday or so in, in a few days he's gonna come it's gonna be a new um, experience for me and um, yeah I'm, I'm very I'm kind of excited how it's gonna be you mm. know do you have to do like special training for these scenarios? I mean, to know how to react if the problem arises. Um, I had um, I got my education for it, but some of those things you are not taught. You know, you have to experience it. The best thing is to talk with other people who have more experience. Um, we have more of those uh, kind of educators like me. I'm not so um, experienced like others, so I ask them a lot. And also, we have. Uh, teachers for special needs and I talk to them also and uh, we talk to other institutes and uh, also you have just to look it up at, at, at the internet so you always have to uh, get yourself your input you know mm. I mean I had those uh, I had nine months of training but it's not enough yeah it's not enough okay all right. so. and, and do you like can you also register for like specific training courses when you experience during the year that oh, I, I, need I, that. I didn't react as well I need to yeah improve. of course yeah. you can of course you can there's always um, uh, uh, the possibility of uh, getting educated and more and more mm -hmm. of course of course okay. yeah all right cool um, yeah I mean before we were talking then you mentioned uh, obviously I think we almost all of us would agree upon the importance of education um, but there are a few things which you think are perhaps um, systemically not quite there. As in, do you think there's a lack of support from regional governments, or do you think it's more than that? And also, just quickly, can you explain how in Germany, because of the federal system, education mm -hmm. is is organised differently to how maybe the UK would yeah. be organised? Yeah. Um, in general, I think education should get a way much higher priority. Um, we the government doesn't spend enough money um, it is not in that focus you know we had elections in September uh, yeah in September it was and ed education was no big topic um, it doesn't it didn't matter that much but um, it's always about money and um, I don't know now it was of course corona and um, unemployment uh, of course uh, environment it's very important of course but I, I didn't see myself represented in that um, election phase so um, I didn't see a lot of education topics um, and also if we had um, there was a stri strike from the teachers yeah. um, protests and it wasn't very very much represented in the media um, 
the stripes tend to get like negative press, don't they? Because yes. Because they, they always create inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. So you hear the word strike, you think, oh, shit, not again. <laughs> How's this going to affect me? And then you start yeah. looking it up. But um, I mean, you know, the teachers are practically on the front lines at the moment, aren't they? In yes. the same way that nurses and doctors are. Yes, so, yes of course. Yeah. Uh, they have every right to uh, go on the street and protest. And um, for me, it was good. And um, one thing is um, the 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 circumstances on uh, on uh, of our work are are not getting better, you know it's getting harder, and um, I'm working in a working field with a lot of stress and uh, burnouts and other uh, mental you know uh, problems in the long term, and we are not we are not saved from that. So and it doesn't there's not a lot done for it. That's uh, that it has to be better. So. Um, um, and also, you know, in that whole pandemic situation, um, it, just from my perspective, the, the, the kids were suffering very much, a lot. Um, they had to, you know, um, um, set back their own needs a lot and uh, don't see other kids and get isolated. And there are a lot of, you know, when the, when, when the lockdown was over, a lot of kids came back and they were different people. They were very different. You could so, sense this like quite clearly, yeah. 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 Um, I had a kid who was very outgoing, outspoken, always happy. He came back, he was very afraid, more from himself, didn't seek the contact to other people. So um, the time made something with the kids. Not all of them. Some of them were very resilient and were, had a good environment who supported them but other didn't and some of uh, the kids did not have the resources to learn at home so um yeah it's um i should we do i, sh I think we should do way more for the kids way way more way mm. way more um spend more money uh, get more get more um uh, uh pay the educators more pay the teachers more um uh, do more for the school environment. I mean, there are a lot of schools where you d cannot even get a shower because it's so dirty, and uh, you know the the, the uh, where the water uh, water is coming pipes. from. The pipes are so dirty and for uh, for kind of poisoned. You know, you know it yourself when a basketball and when a basketball training when you have to go to some uh, halls, uh, you, you cannot go to shower because it's so dirty. I don't shower anymore in, bar in these public halls. I, yeah. As in, I shower at home because I say yeah. to hell, I'm not going to risk it. Yeah, no. and um, and and some some uh, some schools had to had to get closed and stuff. We we do not, we have to spend more in, in entirely for it and uh, put it more on the map, uh, more priority. Get it in, into our heads how important it is. But sometimes I have to say that that's just my impression. It's not wanted. It's not wanted because if we get more, um, if we get a better education, we also get more critical thinkers. And do every does every government want a lot of critical thinkers? I doubt it. Mm. I must say. But uh, I mean, it's interesting though, because I, I I've read a lot about um, the experiences of teachers in the UK. Um, 
teaching as a career has become shorter and shorter yeah because as you said people suffer from burnout considerably um and it the the whole job has changed over the last 30 or 40 years so you'd you, in the past you'd have somebody who maybe graduated um, or finished their education they'd become a teacher and then they'd retire yeah yeah nowadays people go into teaching and then within 10 years they're burnt out yeah and they, they go into sales jobs for example because they can't take it yeah um and people tend to see that in the UK it's really bad and I've read stories where sort of British teachers have come to Europe and said oh, in Europe they appreciate teachers more and more and more yeah um, so I can imagine you know if somebody there hears this they say oh but Germany it's got such a good educational system and people can stay in education in Germany for as long as they want almost yeah, yeah it's like unlimited yeah, if you because can. you don't have to pay so much yeah. at universities and stuff yeah, yeah that kind of thing out. so there is some kind of support structure there however what you're saying is the early years or maybe the new generation yeah. coming through yeah. is lacking in this support do you think <sighs> i think there are a lot of possibilities to to do things better because um for example at my uh, school uh, we have uh, special circumstances because of the special needs of the kids and um, uh, big classes and not everybody is educated for uh, being a good educator a good teacher at that work maybe it's too much for them sometimes it could be overwhelming and uh, sometimes there are situations like what the hell I'm gonna do now with this kid or with this class I don't know um, and um, the thing is, we have to we have to make it more attractive to go in that um, in that in that route to get an educator or a teacher, because it's so important. But now we have to we have we don't have enough teachers. So now the trend is going that um, the classes will become bigger, but everybody is gonna suffer from it. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna benefit from it. Only uh, I don't know maybe the maybe some parents because they have their kids in school but we need more teachers we need more educators we need more staff everything about it and um because you know um if you have what well, i would say one teacher and 20 kids it's a big difference to to when one teacher has 25 or even 30. um he some some of the kids don't uh, won't get the treatment they need won't get the help they need and then they won't gonna learn properly they won't um, feel good in school so there's no benefit from it absolutely not do you feel then that, that there is this uh, likelihood that um, governments will move towards a technological solution um, because I mean there is a fear that you know the, this system called common core I don't know if you're familiar with it no, where, not really you know, I'm not really. Um, it's where basically almost everything is multiple choice, um, ah, okay. where kids are just taught how to pass the test and that mm. kind of thing. And they don't actually necessarily learn a subject mm. to its depths. And mm. um, this is something which is in some ways being imported from abroad. Um, and one of the fears is that you basically give every kid a tablet um, and the educational or the curriculum is set then by an IT company. It's not even teachers anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and clearly this is a problem because, as you said before, you know, if you want to have critical thinkers, then you need to have people who know how to, how to analyze um, and, and can sort of 
uh, come up with their own arguments yeah. and their and, and so on. But if you've got people who simply have a, question, a list of questions like multiple choice, yeah. um, then they're really going to be quite dumbed down, aren't they? <laughs> um, I have to say, it's um, uh, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> really not. Mm. You know, um, uh, if you don't only have that multiple choice or only by media, um, um, are people gonna miss something? You know, um, the the learning method. I I you know uh, one of the learning methods I pressure them. Uh, I you know I um, uh, like the most is uh, from the hand into the head. You know, and if you only tip on the tablet. There's no way to your head, so you don't save it, and that's uh, one problem we have also because uh, kids don't write so much anymore as before. Okay, that's a normal development, and some things we have to accept that it's more media, more technology. But if it's only technology, I I'm very much afraid that we are on the wrong way. So. I don't want to think about that in the future. Please not. Please mm. not. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is one of the things which is interesting because um, the previous Chancellor, Angela Merkel, she wanted to invest like 5 billion euros um, into providing almost every kid with a tablet. And um, quite funnily, this is where the, the federal system of Germany really came into its you know prime because yeah. all the federal states said, no, 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 no. Education is our baby. <laughs> yeah. you, you do what you do on the federal level. Leave education yeah. to us. Um, so this definitely, I, I, I was really happy because I, I'm afraid, as you are, of, of this kind of common core system being introduced. Um, but do you think having the federal governments or the federal states responsible for education um, is good overall for a country? Because I've also heard many people say that the level of education in Bavaria is higher than, say, the level, level of education in Brandenburg. Yeah. Um, and doesn't this kind of lead to discrimination in the future from as universities or jobs oh okay you studied in mm. Brandenburg uh, we have a kind of a disbalance I would say uh, I mean the studies show us they tell us um, I mean if you have it on a federal base it's it has good and bad because um, they know in Bavaria more about Bavaria in and if it's uh, from a from a central government um, said what you should do it can also do harm but then we have such a disbalance between Berlin Brandenburg and Baden-Württemberg and Bavaria is not, not a good thing so we should as a whole should try to overcome that big big difference mm -hmm. you know um, but we also have uh, I mean even here in Berlin we have a big difference in the day when, in the days when I uh, made my um, uh, school degree, we had a very m big variety of difference in schools. Uh, I was uh, raised in, in Spandau, and it was like a, a elite school. And I have to be honest, I wouldn't have made it. It was very, very tough. It was. Uh, it has a. Um, I had a Prussia, Preussish, uh, Prussian, Prussian uh, background. Very. Very, very strict. Tough, militaristic. Yeah, yeah, kind of that. You know, when you, when you had a, um, when you're, uh, when you're, um, uh, how do you call it, uh, Hefter uh, had a knick. And when your book had a, you know, uh, wasn't, you know, right, 
it was it was a bad note, a six, or you had to do everything over again. Very, 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 very hard. Very strict. Yeah. And I was going to a school in the woods, very, very laid back. Everything was easy. I didn't have to learn that much. So uh, even there was a big difference. We that and that's the question: Do we need a standard, or do we have to uh, differentiate a lot? But um, there were like um, colleagues of mine or uh, students uh, who went to school, uh, the same school as me. They went uh, to another school after 10th class because they knew when they would go to another school, it would be much easier. And their grades were much better than mine in the end. But be, uh, at the time we were together, they weren't near as mine. So they went the easier path. So... Um, I mean, where where does it start? Where does it end? That's a question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there, there are so many different parts um, of the development. But I mean, g looking at some of the other issues that you wanted to talk about, because I mean, we could speak about these individually. But uh, this, this this sort of first session with you. Um, so you also talk about physical development. Um, what, how, what do you mean by that? Ooh. Um, you know, I have, uh, um, I'm focusing a lot on sports and uh, what I see is a, a strong regression of physical abilities. Um, uh, things I had to do when I was a kid um, um, in, in sports, um, a lot of kids aren't able to do that. Just like, you know, running for three minutes in, in a circle or... Um, when, when I do some, um, I'm also sometimes in a teacher's role, especially in sports. When I do some stuff which are not, in my eyes, not very dif difficult, um, kids, kids cannot keep up with it. They are exhausted very, very quickly. Or the way they walk and run, because kids today are too much inside. They don't go outside don't do not climb on the trees do not explore themselves and running around in in uh in, in every kind of place um they don't move so when they have to move their body and their brain has no experience so their physical development is lacking a lot a lot and i mean some kids cannot even you know run backwards properly if they should with i don't know 10 years or so um, and these are not kids with special needs in general. Um, they have a lot of problems with some kind of coordination, standing on one leg, um, and even knowing what's left and right. Sometimes that is too hard for them. And um, that's a trend which is very worrying, very, very worrying for me. Um, mm. And we should um, encourage kids more to, 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 to move and do sports or any kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's also a thing about, you know, urbanizing uh, your area, you know. Um, I, mean, I don't know how, how you was you were brought up, but you had, I, I guess you had the possibilities to move and run around in the woods and in the greens. I did all sorts of stuff, I have to say. But if my if my sons tried to do any of the things that I did, I'd, I'd be so scared. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's also a trend. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember my mom. He, she was always pulling on my on my arm when I was even crossing the street. Like I was, I could be dying any any second. Yeah, but we, I, I think we should um, 
sometimes let the kids be mm-hmm. you know running around testing explore move fail mm-hmm. stand up again uh, i mean it's funny because i mean some of these things that you're saying i i would actually also target at adults as in um, move around Uh, I mean I have a few students who they said basically after a few months into corona times you know they had suffered from serious back pain and they went to the doctors Mm. and doctors it's because you don't walk anymore yeah Yeah. before when you're in the office you know you want to speak to your colleague you have to get up and walk 50 meters and then you walk 50 meters back or you have to go to the coffee machine you know you have to walk 20 meters there we don't have this anymore. Um, there's not enough movement. So naturally, this leads to certain physical problems that also develop. Um, but I also found this, what you said about failing, it's good to fail, you know. Um, and in Germany, you've got this uh, principle fail culture, yeah, where it's okay to fail, yeah. you learn from experience, yeah. yeah, but so few companies actually have this, if you screw up in some companies, you're mm. out. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's really, that's not very good. No, no, no. But uh, still, we should encourage the kids to to fail and also allow ourselves to fail because we all fail every day. Nobody is without failure. And um, uh, even if you're just good friends, colleagues, kids, I don't know, just encourage other people that it's okay to fail because you're still going to be loved and supported. Um, don't be afraid to to make uh, big mistakes, but um, yeah, um, yeah. But I I must say that um, I I myself also sometimes um, I'm lacking uh, you know the the bravery to to really go forwards for some p- things uh, and because I'm scared to fail, mm. you know. But I see it a lot here. You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's also a question of responsibility. So uh, one criticism that I get from lots of my students, and again, I, I stress, I don't work with kids, I work with adults. Um, they, a lot of them are critical of their bosses because their bosses don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to make decisions. So, yeah. you know, they have a problem, they ask their boss, you know, boss, can I do this? And the boss says, oh, I don't know, let me speak to my <laughs> boss, you know. <laughs> and then a decision that yeah. should take a few seconds ends yeah. up taking months because it's got to go all the way up the yeah. chain and then all the way back down again. Yeah. Um, how are these things for you? How quickly is it? So you, let's say you identify a problem within the school yeah. um, and you, you'd like to introduce changes. Now, I know that there's a school body, so it's not yeah. simply a question of you talking to the boss. They have to go to the school yeah. body and then there's a legal issue. Can we yeah. do this and so on? Yeah. Okay. But generally speaking, within that whole school system, how hard is it to introduce new concepts for teaching? Oof, it's a long way. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very long way. Not even concepts of teaching, but um, like, like I said before, the acoustic and uh, the safety for the ears. I'm talking about it for now six years. It, nothing has changed. But now I'm getting closer to it. And we developing a sort of concept and uh, um, as a group, and going forward to to the body and then but they also have to first they have to go to the government which is kind of strange because you don't have to build something it's just like um, putting things on the wall and the roof uh, not the roof but the the ceiling the ceiling Uh, so you don't have to you know really build something you just stick it and put it on but still you have to go to the government first 
which is strange because why? You know, uh, every school has a budget. Um, but why do we have to give us the budget? Why, why do we have to ask the government first? And um, I'm, I'm afraid that it's still going to take about one or two years. I don't know. And, and also at our, our place, there's plan to um, build a new uh, Sporthalle, a new um, sports hall. Yeah, sports hall with uh, two, um, two, um, two floors. Yeah, two floors. Uh, but it's planned for a lot of years now. So these are li even small things which um, take a, a, a long while, mm. a very long while. Well, you got a new playground. Yeah, yeah. How, how, that's cool. That's really cool. How long did that take? Um, um, the I guess I I'm not very I'm not really sure about it. Um, but I'm now there in my seventh year, and they planned it even before. <laughs> I guess I'm not I'm not really okay. sure. But you know, I mean, it's like the 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 Berlin uh, the Berlin airport. <laughs> we we experience uh, a lot of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Which in itself is an interesting question. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but what you said before with the with the movement, um, um, I have to say that I experience not with myself, but what 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 I see is um, we're we're getting more lazy. We're getting lazy and lazier. You you know those um, uh, scooters, the, those electrical scooters, oh, man. ankle killers. Sorry, guys, I hate it. I hate it because it's not, um, you know, they're always in the way. Um, they say it's good for the environment. It's not. Um, if, even if you have to build it, it's not very um, good for the environment. A lot of people who use them just throw it into the water, which, which is very bad for our water and our rivers. And also, we get even more lazier. You know, if you, if you use that thing, you can get on a bike. You know, if you have to go from A to B, use the bike. We have also bikes you can rent. Why do you have to use the scooter? I don't understand it. Mm. Okay, if you have a bad knee, it, it could be okay. But So you were right. <laughs> I, but I won't use it. I won't use it. No, no. Okay. If, if before I use that, I walk. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't like seeing it either. I, I think people should, you know, you, as you say, walk, get a bike, um, or you can even have the scooters which are non-electric yeah, yeah so yeah. they're also quite cool yeah. I, I still love I remember sitting on a bus once watching a, a mother and her kid on the same scooter and the mum was like you know <laughs> using her feet pushing yeah. the scooter around she looked so cool and Lena does that as well sometimes with our boy and um, I just think it's so cool yeah, yeah, just to see yeah. it, just do it. You yeah. know, back it's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a throwback to the eighties, but hey, nice, the eighties were cool for some reason, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah okay. Cool. Yeah, the modern ones are just yeah making the people even more lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the, there, was a, there was the name of this cartoon, but um, where basically people just didn't move anymore. Everything was uh, technological, and was it Wally? Yes, I think it was what it, yeah. And, and at the end, just getting the guy to stand up to make a difference was really hard. He couldn't get out of his seat. He hadn't moved for like years. Um, and we could be heading. Uh, yeah, that, that's a trend I don't like either. Nah, I want, I want us getting moving again. Uh, mm. I would like to support uh, people and uh, for more movement and uh, uh, being enthusiastic about it. Because mm. it's, it can be so much fun. I mean, it's um, also, you know, it's proof. You get 
positive hormones by moving and sweating and stuff. Mm. Yeah, then it's killed by a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I love promoting also sort of local um, excursions where you know, instead of getting on a plane and flying off to some yeah. part of the world, you know, get a train somewhere locally, go camping, you know, yeah. do hiking, these yeah. kinds of things. There's so much to see in local area yeah. that we don't even know about. Um, I, I was um, uh, no, the, the not not the last summer, the, the summer before, I was um, riding the whole way of the Berlin Wall with my girlfriend that was a great experience i was at places i've never seen i'm i'm berliner through and through um always lived here but just riding that 160 kilometers just you know broadened my horizon new experience saw places i've never seen i can really recommend it for everybody who likes to get on a bike wow that was very very great mm. great time okay all right. How long did that take you? Um, we had to do it in four uh, in four different days. You know, mm -hmm. we started way in the west and stopped then at Treptower Park. The first the first leg mm -hmm. uh, kind of was the longest was eighty kilometers, and the uh, the three afterwards was shorter because we started to started too late or the weather was bad or my knee hurt it sometimes or i had uh i, I was hungry so but um <laughs> that's okay mm. um no we had we had great great ride great rides so mm. i really can recommend it for everybody okay yeah cool i mean i i love discovering different parts of, of, of germany and funnily enough one of the what motivates me one of the reasons that i motivate to do this is because when i grew up in london I saw so little of the UK as a result. Everything was so sort of London-centered for yeah. me. And uh, so when I speak to people, my students, and they say to me, yeah, I've done the, you know, the distilleries in Scotland, I've been to Ireland, nice. I've done this in Northern, you know, in, in, in Wales and so on. And you know, I, I haven't done any of these things. You know? uh, there, 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 there you're so, uh, talking to something. I have to go back to the UK very, very soon. I, have to. <laughs> I miss my relatives there. They all live in Luton and Milton Keynes. And some of them in London, so I have to get back soon. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough recently, but um, yeah, hopefully maybe this year. I hope the uh, pandemic situation is getting better. Mm. Very much, very much. Yeah. Um, one other of the issues, and you also refer to it a little bit with regards to um, social interaction. You mentioned this this particular child who, upon returning from the lockdown, was sort yeah. of socially a bit yeah. more um, inhibited. Yeah. Uh, but generally speaking, how is the level of social interaction for, in your mind, for, for kids um, in the school system? Is it encouraged? Is it positive? Um, mm, you mean in general, not not uh, not via, uh, uh, not because of Corona, just in general. Yeah. The interaction they have between them. Yeah. Um, it in in our school, it's it's very much encouraged because we have a lot of freedom of working. It's not. Um, uh, it's not so much that the teachers just standing in front they are, are always uh, learn together a lot um they sometimes they even lie on the floor on a on a rug and learn together on on their bellies you know and um try to sort things out talk uh, get getting uh, solutions uh, together um and um they are not really used to it to be quiet so sometimes in some situations when it is necessary because you have to show them something or tell them something. It's sometimes very hard to get them uh, not talking. So they're always used to talk a lot. Um, 
But um, when I go back to that um, acoustic stuff, uh, when in the caf cafeteria or mensa in, in German, I don't know, when they eat, it's, it's so bad, the acoustic, that sometimes we had to um, have those phases where they were not allowed to talk because it was too loud. Wow. The thing is, you when you um, just look at one table with six kids or so, when you look at them, they're not talking loud, they're not screaming, but all together, everybody in that room, about uh, 80 to 100 kids, when they come together, it's so loud. You cannot, you cannot, you can't bear it. Sometimes I even uh, wear ear protectors mm. because I can't take it. Um, so that, um, but uh, being in a cafeteria should be the moment where they could talk and exchange their uh, minds and, and talk about that those things. But it's very very tough, very tough. But um, yeah, um, I and mostly we have, I would say, very 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 um, social kids and and uh, the most of them, yeah, and they get good in touch. And that's a good thing about. Um, bigger classes you know there are also negative things about it because of um, sometimes too loud or you really don't see uh, a need of a kid but you have the choice every kid has a choice with with whom he wants to be he or she or also with which educator or with what uh, teacher he wants to be so um, he has a choice nobody has to be alone of course there are some uh, some kids who really want to be alone and sometimes that's you have to respect that or, or of course it's hard to see it you know um, because I'm a very social person I love to be around people um, that's one reason I do the job but there are just a few kids who just really want to be alone but mm. yeah uh, at my place it's very encouraged to interact with each other mm. I mean in the last four or five years we've seen okay in Germany we had the refugee crisis um, yeah but uh, further afield, we've seen the Me Too movement. Um, yeah. We've seen Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, these are all very important social movements. Um, how do you see um, sort of gender equality um, among the kids? Um, is this something of an issue? Do you have to, have you, do you recall any situation where you've had to tell a boy be more respectful to the girls because that's, that behavior is not permitted? I mean, do these things still arise? And, and I don't mean necessarily something abusive. Uh, I just mean, for example, oh, I'm good at maths, you're terrible. That kind of mentality mm -hmm. is what I mean. Um, um, it's sometimes very hard to find out where that is coming from. That, uh, you know, that typical thing that uh, boys are good in math and uh, the girls not and stuff. But um, the reality I see, uh, we don't talk about the reason. The reality is that I see this, that is, it is like that. It's know? still this way. It is still the, um, the, uh, in average, a boy is better in math than girls. Um, there are maybe a lot of reasons why it is so, but, um, we don't, at our school, it's very, um, I would say, uh, we try to develop a very big kind of gender equality. But um, maybe it's never going to work for, for 100% because um, we are not the first line of so socialization. And that's a very important thing for the most parents to understand. We're maybe the third line. It's first the parents, then the family, then maybe even for, before the friends or stuff. 
the 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 school is the third line. So if you if you um, build a, a kind of base, um, we just try to repair some stuff. So um, it has to be an an other an 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 uh, other front. So. Um, but we we um, we have also things like um, we we're gonna have a, um, a all gender toilet, which is coming soon, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. But um, racial issues, for example, I cannot really um, uh, see it. You know, I I have not experienced that very much. Um, I he have heard some stories, but. Um, I would say we are, we are very very tolerant and open and for kids normally for kids 99.9 percent .9%, they don't give a damn where you're coming from mm -hmm. they don't give a damn how you look they're just interested if they connect if somebody's nice if you can have fun so they don't care but they are also interested which is okay um, I think it's very important that you show interest where you come from. Sometimes in, in, in the um, state of the social discussions now, it seems to be bad that you ask somebody where he's coming from. I don't understand it. Uh, you know, I don't look very German. And somebody, if somebody's asking me where, where are my roots, hey, I'm cool with it. Because you show interest in me. It doesn't mean you discriminate me at all. So a lot of kids ask me, where's the dad from? Are you German? Are you that? Are you this? Can you speak that language? And that's a, that's a good starting point for talking. And also then you can uh, show your interest in the other person again, talking back. So um, yeah, and we have, a lot of, we have a lot of different cultures and uh, religions and backgrounds. And we are very, very colorful. And uh, it's kind of a melting pot in our school, a little, I don't know, little society in itself. And we also have uh, foreign teachers. So, um, yeah, I, I'm working at a very tolerant uh, place, mm. very colorful place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's one, also one reason why I'm so happy there, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they also have this sort of Montessori style yeah. approach to things, and yeah. not every school in Berlin has that. No, 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 no. To be open to uh, educate yourself when you can, just uh, get assisted when you do it. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, and you mentioned that uh, there is uh, the first level, as it were, of socialization is the parents. Yeah. Um, what's the relationship like with parents? Because I understand that some parents are easy to work with and other parents are not perhaps so easy to work with. And there are any number of levels in between. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the variety cannot be, couldn't be broader. Mm. Um, we have kids um, who have issues and where you try to solve the issues, but you have to work with the parents. So it's kind of a, um, a companionship, I would a partnership, say. Yeah. Partnership, Partnership. Mm. But if the, if the parents don't do anything or don't, don't work with you, or you cannot even make an appointment for, a, 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 for talking, then it is very hard to get through to the kid. So that's that. That is one one you know one extreme. Kids who uh, parents who do not even answer your calls, your emails, who don't give a damn. And then uh, the other extreme is um, parents when you criticize their kid, 
or saying, hey, he did do good, he, she didn't do good, he, uh, we have to solve something. Nobody is, it's nobody's fault but the teachers, you know. The teacher's wrong, my, my kid didn't do bad, it cannot be. Um, they cannot um, take responsibility for their kids because they should, they would have, should, or would have to take uh, responsibility for their own actions. So, you know, that's, that's a very big variety. And um, there, are, we had, we have always very, very tough um, appointments and talking with, with teachers. Um, but it's also, um, there, there also can be so nice moments when you get appreciated, you know, when um, just little things for Christmas, you get from some parents, some small gifts or just a thank you, uh, just a, just a compliment and, and t telling how, how much their kids like it to be there and stuff. So it's a, a big variety of, of uh, sort of parents. Yeah. But um, I have to say, I would like parents to take more responsibility in general, I must say, because it's not always have to be a bad thing. I'm not a parent yet. I don't know how it is, you know, but um, it's not a bad thing to take responsibility because your kid is going to learn from it and everybody can fail. You know, and if you fail, take responsibility. So and we all can learn from it and we can grow together. We can move towards each other. It's not it's never a bad thing. So, mm. yeah, that's that's one one wish I have. Yeah. I mean, I, I quite through this podcast, I've often referred to like non-binary issues with regards to, you know, right and wrong. As in, I don't think the world is can be split into yeah. right and wrong, good and bad, black and white. That doesn't work. Um, you can make one decision which is wrong, but if you make the same decision the next day, it's right. As in, yeah. you know, what is the measure of this? I don't know. Good and bad also doesn't necessarily exist. Or good and evil. I don't think these are real states. Yeah. Um, however, people feel it's easier for them to, to categorize things in that way. But as you said, trial and error, the, yeah. you know, experience, but taking a decision, making a move in a certain direction, move forward yeah. and, and, you know, introduce an action. Yeah. And then make an experience, um, reflect on it, talk, talk about it with other people and analyze it. And then you maybe go a step back or you go move forward again. Hmm. Yeah. Earlier on, you mentioned, and I will, this will close out on the topic. Uh, you mentioned Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah? Um, the goat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Abs <laughs> absolutely, the greatest of all time. Um, no debate. No, no, not in my eyes. No. no not even. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy at the moment? King Charles. He, um, <laughs> uh, little little king. Yeah. Well, still. Le but, LeBron. Yeah. But Jordan is always Jordan. Yeah. Um, but do you think nowadays kids have got these great role models that we had? I mean, Jordan was just supreme, yeah. you know. Um, uh, okay, LeBron does a lot of good social work, so I think yeah. he's also brilliant. In it. Maybe he was a bit better than Jordan at the time, but you know, yeah. these, it's a different world again. Yeah. Um, do you think kids nowadays have that kind of a role model? Um, they have role models, but um, I think they have the wrong ones sometimes. Um, I did uh, also that um, uh, group work, that AG, Arbeitsgemeinschaft, where we had the boys club. Um, because sometimes boys want to be 
just on the boys and girls on the on the girls which is okay you know and um we had the topic role models and they had very different kind of role models sometimes it was the older brother sometimes it was it was their dad or their their uncle and stuff that was very very cool but some of them had some kind of youtubers who just made some funny stuff which is not very um i don't know didn't earn my respect so much or wasn't i don't know um how, how do you call it didn't actually contribute anything positive no not, not at all so um they have, in my eyes they sometimes have very strange role models but um they have also in sports they uh, it's always the question between messi and cristiano ronaldo um the most uh often word i've heard in the last half year was see from cristiano ronaldo i cannot even hear it anymore <laughs> <laughs> but he's one he's one role model of it <laughs> yeah he, he plays for a club that i support manchester united you and, do uh, yeah and but i think he's destroyed, damn why i'm yeah, here i know but i think he's destroyed i think he's destroyed the the team dynamic i, I really don't think ronaldo should be there well then i'm very happy that he destroyed your team dynamic because <laughs> i don't like manchester united you, at all who do you support let's say chelsea uh no no um i was um born into an arsenal family <laughs> i have no chance that's all right that's cool. my, my my bigger cousin was uh my uh sort of a role model and idol when i was i don't know five years old and he was running around with an arsenal shirt so arsenal all the way and then at second liverpool so um if you fail, I'm happy. Cool. Well, I mean, Arsenal and Manchester United are two fallen giants at the moment. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Arsenal's doing... Better. I have to say, Arteta has managed to... Yeah, he surprised me because I thought... I was so happy Arteta was such a terrible manager. <laughs> and somehow, Arsenal stuck with him and he's yeah. done really well. And yeah, uh, yeah, like, should, yeah like you should have done with Solskjaer. Yeah. Uh, your new manager... You know, like, I, I don't know. He's, he's the, like kind of a professor. Yeah. And I, I can't, I, I cannot see him connecting with the, with the people. But coming back to, yes, to, yes, to, 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 no, no, no problem. <laughs> but uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's always a, a nice debate about you know football passion, who you like. You mm -hmm. know, it's, uh, but um, coming back to role models, um, there, there should be a lot of different kind of role models. Like I don't know, like your dad again, or uh, some some people who really create something. But mm -hmm. where where are those people presented? If you have Instagram or TikTok, these are the new role models. So uh, there are even kids when they ask, uh, when you ask them, what do you want to become? They tell you, I want to be an Instagram star. And that's a very, very, uh, in my eyes, a very sad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's if they say I want to become an astronaut. Yeah, go for it. I support it. Yeah. Mm. Although, okay, it's not very probable, but um, it's a way more respectful thing to do mm. than mm. getting TikTok star and move your butt in a strange way or so. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen a few references to TikTok. And uh, again, it's a platform that I, I think it's too young for somebody like me. But then again, a lot, it, there's a lot of companies moving into TikTok because this is the new generation. Yeah. So I'm so they uh, use it as marketing and getting money and stuff and we also have to um, deal with it you know if you just uh, talk it too negative like i just did it it, it won't work mm. so we have to cope with it but yeah. um i hope we can help younger people to still also have other role models than just 
that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I completely understand and agree. Um, I'm trying to think of who I would perhaps suggest if I was to sit down with my son and say, okay, who should be your role model? Um, I don't think it's a parent's place to give no. or to force kids to no. have a role model, but who would I suggest from the current group, which is visible? Mm. Again, I don't, I don't really know. I have to say, um, because it's, he was just uh, on it, uh, I, would, I would maybe suggest Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. He, he, he was loyal. He was resilient. Uh, he was humble. He was friendly. He stayed down to earth. He didn't become arrogant. Mm. Um, and just a lovely guy from next door. So and everyone in the NBA loved him. As in everybody. his last games, they would stop and and just applaud him. Yeah. And I I just thought, wow. I mean, that was like some yeah. emotional farewell to Dirk, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And um, if you get that kind of respect, there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody gets gets that. No, no, no. Well, um, I can't remember any other uh, basketball player even getting that. I mean, lots of players are respected, they're Hall of Famers and so on, but Dirk was particularly... One of a kind. Yeah. One of a kind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Marcus Rashford, um, not as successful as a player, but off the off the pitch, yeah. some of the stuff that the he's done work. is also you know, it's very good work there. Um, I, I like to see more sort of actors um, being portrayed as, as role models. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's because you see nowadays lots of diversity is coming through. So, you know, it's good to see uh, people of, of different cultures represented as having sort of big positions like uh, then, female presidents yeah, or yeah. black presidents and, and, and these kinds yeah. of things. Um, it's good to see that because it gives people a, some a kind of target to aim yeah, towards. Yeah, that you can make it also like yeah. a Denzel Washington or so. Exactly. Yeah. Or Sidney Poitier, who passed away a few days yeah. ago, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, these people were great for me as yeah. targets to have. I grew up with, you know, watching the, their shows. But uh, nowadays, you know, kids, I don't know, if they're always on YouTube watching uh, or they're TikTok people, they're not going to see the diversity that you can see in movies and TV shows. Yeah, but I think they also have an uh, other form of diversity. I mean, there's a, um, it gives, um, what I have to say, that it, it gives a lot of female uh, the chance to show themselves independent, mm. you know. Um, before, with like acting and sports, they were dependent on, on other people. But now you you have you can be your own boss. Mm. You can um, uh, go your own way to success. So that can be a positive thing okay. for it. I so so the, these social media uh, things give women more a safer space, as it were, in, in which to promote themselves. Because they, they can manage it themselves. Yeah. That's a good thing, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, Raphael, I mean, we've we wanted to get this going for some weeks, <laughs> months, maybe. So I'm really happy that we've managed to you know, sort of take our first tentative steps. Um, Thank you very much. I'm very happy to. I'm very glad we finally made it. Finally, finally. It would also be good to have you back on the basketball court once you've seen your, your, your knee sorted out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the future, we'll, you'll join me again and we'll do some more talks and different topics. I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Brilliant. If you invite me, I'm going to come. I'm always going to invite you. That's Maybe a little faster than this time. <laughs> I can't complain. You eventually made it, yeah? That's, that's positive. And, uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. Two. Two. And a mic.